Hello everyone, it's Joe here and welcome to episode number 11 of the Snake Draft FPL League podcast. In this show, we'll be going through all the key issues in Draft Fantasy Premier League. There'll be a bit about our league, which is hosted by the website Draft Fantasy Football. We use official FPL scoring with the addition of Kante points, which are one extra point per every two tackles or interceptions. So while we're focused on DFF, what we chat about will also definitely apply to official FPL and Togger-style draft fantasy as well. We'll also chat for a couple of general football and fantasy topics, such as team and player comparisons. We're starting to ramp up the content to help you win your draft league, so I would definitely advise subscribing and hitting that notification bell so you get our tips before anyone else in your league does. Snake Draft FBL is a 12-man head-to-head league, and I'm joined today by three of them. One last minute standing because once again, Connor dips out. He is terrified of coming on the podcast. He will not stand up to the criticism of his team and it's a disgrace. So I'll, ju- I'll start with you, Nick. You filled in at the last minute. Thank you very much. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, this is back-to-back pods, so looking forward to the show. Good, good. And we've also got Brad. How are you, Brad? Yeah, good. Refreshed after the international break. Oh, um, God. It's been a long time for my uh, draft and the Saints, but um, no, good to be back on. Good. Yeah. How are you, Dave? Podcast veteran? Yeah, yeah I'm good. Yeah, I have, um, I've not really been linked into the footy for the last 10, 10 days now, so I'm, no, I'm glad to get the pods up and buffing button. I've been pretty um, not, not interested, to be fair. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's going to be quite good to get, to get the ball rolling again. That's exactly how I've been. I've literally not even, I've not thought about it. I've not done anything because I've been doing like the articles and the videos and the pods and everything. It was quite nice to just like, be like, right, I'm just going to have like a full week from last podcast to this one where I just did no football related stuff. So that's quite good, but I'm ready to get back into it now. Um, So we will start then. The last game, it was so long ago. We won't go back over all that again. We will just start with um, sort of following on from the topic we did last week. Nick and I have already uh, done this, but I'll go on to Brad and Dave with the question I asked the boys last week of how happy are you with your team going forward? We do it sort of in all the international breaks, just a bit of a like stock check. How how do you think you're doing? What's going on? So I'll start with uh, you, Brad. I believe last time when you were on, you said you thought you were going to finish sixth and you thought playoffs was a bit of a stretch, but you still fancied your chances. Has anything changed or are you similar? Yeah, I think it's, it's still about the same. Um, things weren't looking good. Uh, sort of, I don't know, four or five weeks ago, I was more towards the bottom, but my team sort of picked up a little bit. I've crept up to seventh in the middle of that 15-point pack. Mm-hmm. So I think... Um, yeah, it's looking a bit better. A few sort of fifty-plus point weeks recently. I think I'm just lacking that extra star man who I thought, obviously Sterling would be to to sort of, you know, make my team a sort of playoff. Yeah. Tender. But um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I want to start looking up rather than down now. Yeah. Well, you you are on a bit of a roll, aren't you? Yeah. So so that's. Um... Hmm. It's looking a bit better. And uh, just on, you know, you said you think you finished sixth last time. Do you think that's the same or would you, have you got any more confidence? Yeah, I don't know. I think I don't have quite enough compared to the other teams. I'm just looking at the table now. Um, Like I said, if Sterling starts playing miraculously and starts scoring goals, then it might, you know, help me get into the playoff spots. 
or you know, someone yeah. make a trade, pick someone up. Complete pipe dream that is, Bradley. I was going to say, I was just about to come to you, Nick. You're shaking your head. You don't fancy <laughs> Sterling to get back into the city lineup. Nope. Regularly, no, I need um, something to sort of force my hand. If he leaves in January, then he's not leaving. Then it's in January. done. <clears throat> I don't think it'd, it won't be no, that easy. He's not, I've got the waiver um, first pick, so we'll see what happens in January. There's no, no strong rumours at the moment. I know, but um, we'll see what happens. You I never know. Pick, pick someone you up. never know. Mm. No one's This is just uh, just classic Brad holding on to someone. <laughs> It is classic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hate to say it, but it is. This is Bradley Reese one hundred and one. It's unfortunate. You've got to say it. it is unfortunate. Yeah, it's just unlucky. It is unlucky. It's not unlucky. I disagree. I had last is, year. It, it was the same unlucky. last year. He was trapped. Yeah, but if it, this is worse. He was playing more last year. But I think someone that owns Mars, someone owns Grealish. I, I don't see it just because he's my first pick. It looks worse. I think. Yeah, someone's going to own these players. Do you know what I mean? Because they might play, but no, we'll see what happens. Thankfully, yeah. my team isn't too bad without him. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, so, it yeah. just goes to show. If you, I mean, if you if you'd managed to get Mane instead of Sterling, you'd probably be top two, well, top yeah. three teams, That's wouldn't you? Which is yeah. pretty massive. You, could you have had Mane over Sterling? No, I no, picked Joe, one. Joe I picked Ryan. him one spot oh, before. Okay. So it's literally one place different. And I, and I, if Brad was before me and he'd picked Mane, I probably would have taken Sterling, to be honest. Yeah. So, yeah, not, not much in it. Okay, then. Um, right, let's move on to Dave. Dave, you were you on when we did this last time? I don't think you were, off the top of my head. No. Um, so it. how no. happy are you? You know, third, third in the league. You, you've, got, um, ooh, you've got a six-point buffer now. Somehow, yeah, so less yeah, points than some me, decent, me and Nick. Jamming right. results. Mm. Uh, no, I, I'm not. Um, I am not as happy with my team as I was last year. Um, now I didn't have a great start last year, and, and I moved on forward. But I felt like I could, I could rely on on Sun mm. last year, um, and obviously with my trade this season of getting rid of Bruno. Kane was is my player that I have to rely on, and at the moment he is unreliable. He's not. Like Nate's got Salah, even Nick when when it gets going, you've got Lukaku, and then Joe Sal's got Mane and potentially De Bruyne. You need those players to you so you can rely on every weekend to get you out of the shit. And at the moment, I haven't got that. At the moment, it's Jared Bowen, which is an, is an unexpected sort of player that you would want for to be that sort of player. So that in that instance, I don't like my team as much, but yeah. I do still think I, w- I will finish top four. Um, I mean, I've got enough enough players to sort of tick it over, uh, but they're not like screaming out of like you know big double digit haul every week. Yeah, but that's, sometimes, especially in head to head, that works in your favour. Just having tick merchants that get five six points every week, and you end up with mid forties, and you win more often than yeah. not. Um, so, where do you think you finish in the top four? What if you had to put a, put? A I, think, I think it's. I would say fourth. Um, okay. Fourth, fourth, yeah, fourth, and at push third, so. it all depends. If I finish third, it would be I will the person that's fourth and possibly fifth has probably got a higher score than me. Mm. Um, but I've managed to get the, the yeah. three points because um, traditionally I've had a decent score, and I'm either in the playoffs or I'm not. But I've rarely been in the playoffs and had a bad score like I know Mike um, 
John. I think Connor's done it before. John, really bad scores, but they've managed to get those three points when they needed them. Yeah. Yeah, you're kind of in a, almost a similar situation to Brad, just not quite to the same extent with Kane, aren't you? Like, if you had that player, that star yeah. player that's going to smash it in every week, then you'd probably be flying. Mm-hmm. You're just shocked. probably missing that. But Right, technical difficulties are over. We're back. Um, let's move on. Um, I was going to start talking about how I thought they seemed was crap in the past. Um but I can't be bothered to carry on with that. So let's just move on to the first topic. <laughs> um, right. Newcastle, Villa and Norwich. All three were new managers. Um, we'll start with Newcastle to start with. Um, so how much of an improvement do you think their assets will be fantasy-wise? And is there anyone in particular you think is going to sort of rise in value? I will start with Dave. Um, so yeah, any anyone in particular that stands out? Do you think? Um, I feel like you just feel like it links to the Bournemouth days, and I, I'm look, I was looking at uh, Matt Ritchie. He's still he's down as a defender. You know, he, he, I had him at, earlier in the season. He was taking corners as well. Um, whether that link up comes back in with him and Howe and, and Wilson, I don't know. But I haven't really got anyone I want to drop, drop at the moment, but. It's a tough, tough ask. It really is. I don't think it's a case of bringing a manager, any manager in. They've got a bit of money. They'll stay out. There's, there's a lot of work to do there. They've got two decent attackers, and that's pretty much about it. Um, I, I do think they'll stay up, but do you? Yeah, but I don't think, I don't really think Hal is is a really, really good manager. I don't. I think that's a bit of a bad, a, a, not a bad appointment, but they could have done better. I think. So, you know, it's funny, right? Because Eddie Howe's got this, like, kind of golden reputation among a lot of people. And I'm pretty sceptical of him. And I know Brad is. And now I've heard you say that as well, Dave. It just <laughs> does make me think, like, how much of this reputation, this, this kind of good yeah, reputation... Yeah, I mean, he got, got, he got Bournemouth from, from the League One to the Premier League and he's brilliant. He stayed up, whatever. But he never really... I mean, when he was actually up against... Up against it, it was it was it was tough for him. It was challenging. Yeah. He, he, they bottled it. They bottled it. Got relegated. You know yeah. they didn't have any fight that season. Um, they were. You know, I just, I yeah, I, I just don't, I don't. He did a terrible job at Burnley as well. Yeah, and and the the, the, for, the players yeah. that he was buying in, the players, that, the money that he spent on the likes of Jordan Ive and, and Solanke, players like that. I just don't see how yeah. they could I, they could let him spend that sort of money. So he could he could run. Let that loose at Newcastle. I I'm. I'll be very, very interested to how is it how it goes because I think that one thing that's really underestimated with managers is a good manager can do bad at a club that's just the wrong fit, and a manager that's not that great can have a perfect fit with a club and mm. do really well. That doesn't mean they're going to do well everywhere they go. And is that kind of how you see it, Brad? Like Eddie Howe had the yeah, perfect boy. fit at Bournemouth. Mm. A bit like Nigel Atkins for Saints, that yeah. sort of thing. Um, yeah. Got them promoted, had a good first season, and like Dave said, they just fell apart after that. Um, when he's at Newcastle, I think maybe Ryan Fraser is a bit yeah. of an outside shout. He liked him and Wilson at Bournemouth, but I don't know how, how many sort of attackers can you fit into that team because yeah. they're just awful. Um, and I can't see him improving them that much at the back. 
No, well, he was never a great defensive coach, was yeah. he, Al? No. No, I think he, he will improve him sort of in general and, and going forward, but I don't think it'll make that much of a difference. I, I think they're right to get rid of Bruce, but um, yeah, it's, it's a tough one because they need to just stay up and then build on it there from there. Yeah, they need to stay up. Mm. Like they absolutely need to stay up. Uh, Nick, any any attacking assets you think might be on the rise, or do you think it's just stay away? Um, obviously, you've got the obvious names uh, who are probably already snapped up in everybody's league, but you've got Matt Ritchie as well, who's possibly a good good pick-up. But I quite like Armoron. I've had him... Uh, you know, no, Do you disagree? I, no, I don't disagree. I think... I, I, li- I like him as a player. I just worry about his finishing and his M- and his final third sort of decision making. Yeah, I mean, uh, other than the, the big the, the names that spring to mind straight away, uh, the only other one is uh, Almiron, and that's a bit of a uh, a long punt. shot. I think. I yeah, it's punt. a pun. That's what Firmly I'm trying to say. Punt territory. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Um, yeah, I-, I wonder about um, Fraser because. You do often see when managers first go into clubs, they often play players that they know. Like yeah. you, do, you see that all the time. Like their first couple of games, especially, like they know because it, it, I mean it's obvious, isn't it? it? You know, they know the player, they know how they play, they know how to like cover for their weaknesses. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see um, sort of Richie Fraser Wilson get off to a decent start, but I don't. I'm not convinced they'll keep it up, to be honest. Okay, then uh, let's move on to Villa, which I think is probably the most interesting of the three, I think, um, because they they had a good season last year. They've got a lot of good assets that just haven't been performing. Gerard, I think, I actually think is a good appointment. Um, yeah. And I think it's probably who Newcastle should have gone for. Um, what do you think? Uh, I'll start with you this time, Brad. Do you think... Um, do you think the likes of sort of Watkins, Ings, Buendia are going to start start getting some points on the board? Maybe. To be honest, I don't know much about his Rangers team, how they played. Um, obviously, Smith was trying to fit in Ings and Watkins all the time. Mm. I don't know if Jared plays with just one up front. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I can't see him changing it that much with the players he's got. Yeah. Like, like Bailey, Buendia. It's quite a tough mix, isn't it, to get right, yeah. I think. You want to try and fit in as many as you can, but sometimes you just need to keep it simple. Yeah, I, I think they fall in the trap of playing sort of square square pegs in round. Mm, holes. Right, square pegs in round holes. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's what I'm looking for. I, I feel like they're just trying to cram too many players in instead of just picking a system, picking the best player yeah. in each position, and, and running with it. Um, is that how you see it, Dave? Or do you think do you think there'll be good assets coming out of this? I think they could be. Um, I think Brad touched it on there. There, um, Gerard does traditionally play in the sort of the four-three-three, and he's got to make a decision whether he plays Watkins and Ings or he plays one of them. Um, mm. And if he plays one of them, I think it would be Ings. Uh, if he plays mm. both, he might have to force Watkins, Watkins out on the left. It, yeah, and then, then they got like I said, they got Bundy and they got some wingers to go in there as well. So, is it? But I think. Uh, Gerard's a big enough character to just walk in there and, and make the decision and, and if he upsets anyone he upsets anyone I mean he played with Ings uh, at Liverpool so he might have a little bit of a connection yeah. with him there good point um, I like Gerard as a, as a manager as a, as he's my favourite player when, when he was playing um, I hope he does well 
but he, he, again, he's he's got some work to do there. Like I say, he's just got to try and keep everyone happy because they've got some, they've got some big good players there, good, good talent. It's just um, making it work. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. Uh, I strongly suspect in the first game. And it, this is just out off top of my head, really. But I strongly suspect that it would be Watkins on the left and Ings through the middle because I just think that's the easiest way to play both of them and not upset anyone and play his favourite system. So, And Watkins has played on the left load, so I don't think it's the end of the world. But I, I actually don't think that's probably the, what will happen long term because what I, would I don't like think to it really see, works. What I would like to see is a return of Lundstrom. Because he had him at Rangers. He did have him at Rangers, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so a return of Lundstrom. I doubt he'll be classed as a defender again. We won't get <laughs> no. that dream again. Uh, or, uh, or Stephen Davis, who's already played for Villa before. Um, thanks, boy. Uh, he, he sort of ranges through and through, and he, yeah. you know, Gerard, Gerard got him over there. Uh, be interesting to see who he actually brings in as well, because there'll, be there'll be a few um, Liverpool related players. Would surprise me if you see them like Harvey Elliott or something like that turn up there. I was going to say, the I, I'd be, I would not be surprised to see a couple of the young sort of um, academy graduates turn up mm. there. You often see like the Mason Mount, uh, Frank Lampard kind of yeah. situation. Mm. Um, yeah, I could definitely see that happening. But yeah, I, I'm not sure if this makes anyone specifically a better or isn't there's no obvious standout assets that get particularly better or worse I don't think I think, I think it's just with Villa they, they just need a bit of tweaking as well like they're not like yeah. Norwich they're not a terrible top, terrible side yeah. they've got good players uh, most of their 11 are probably already picked in our league so you know they, they are good enough I don't think it's yeah. going to be a drastic change there might be the odd player that suddenly becomes better than expected but they're already a decent article they just need a bit yeah. of tweaking really on on that on that subject, let's go on to Norwich. Nick, when we done a waiver video on them, I believe the words you said were they're a cha- championship shot side with championship players and you shouldn't yeah. get any of them. Yeah. Do, you st- do you still think that'll be the case with a new manager? Yeah, well like Yeah, like that it will be. Like this I mean the manager who comes in isn't exactly a pedigree manager, is he? Like no. you can't polish a turd, as That's I was told. So true. As I was you told at work the other day. You can't you polish, polish a turd. A turd. Um, even if he just parks a bus, they're still gonna go down because there's too much quality in all the other teams. Uh, yeah. So. I, I I probably agree. Brad, do you think anyone will, will emerge from this Norwich side with a with a couple of points? Yeah, I think you might you know, he might get a few more sort of plucky results, but they just look awful, especially at the back. Um, yeah. Hookie might get a couple more. I don't know. It's hard. I, I think they're in trouble. Oh, yeah. I, 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 they're down. Uh, I, no, it, it seems to me like they've gone for another long-term appointment with Dean yeah. Smith and thought, right, mm. this season's writ off. Let's try and sort of build for the future with a manager with a half decent track record and 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 build from there I, I, I just can't see them staying up there's a, cu- a couple of players I like well I say like there's a couple of players I think are almost good enough for the Premier League um, Rashika kind of I think if he played in a sit in a team that was like 15th he wouldn't be out of place. I think he could start for maybe the bottom five Premier League teams. 
Um, I quite like Aaron's as well, but then yeah. he's not a great defender. Other than that, I'm not Cantwell. Don't see much. Cat- Cantwell, yeah, but what? I mean, where's he? he what's yeah, that's, that's what worries me because I, I do think that I, he could potentially take up the greenish role as, as what um, Dylan yeah. Smith sort of turned. But turned the greenish to a decent player. Um, could be very similar, but obviously he's not going to have as good players around him. Uh, but I think Joe's touched on it there. Dean Smith has been taken on to to go up next season. They know yeah. this year they're getting relegated. He's been taken on to promote next season, build again, and start all over again. And, and Norwich oh. are used to that. They're, they're happy just to get a parachute payment and come back up again. Um, but that, yeah, they haven't really got. Um, I mean, apart from Puki, who just gets the goals and gets probably more penalties this season than outside um, open play goals. But uh, yeah, that, I, I'd like to see. Cantwell do well. I'm not, I'm not quite sure where he is. I know he got injured earlier on the season. I actually drafted him. Um, Did you? I yeah, I drafted him. Yeah. Wow. Right at, the, right at the end, or I picked him up. You know, before the season even started. Right. Um, I actually had Rashutska once, but um, fucked him up as well. I but, had him for a week as well. Yeah. Uh, not um. Good players. Good potential. Uh, yeah. I, we'll see. But I say Cantwell is the standout player. I think if he plays, uh, it's just getting him fit. Um, oh, well, and Norwich having a say, decent, decent run. One thing I will say about when something like when there's a manager change like this, and it's difficult because you just think this team is so bad. Keep a close eye on them for like two weeks because you never know where the assets are going to come from, and it, sometimes you do get caught out. And you like if if they have a you know a half decent performance this week and then they play well the week after, there will probably be a player or two on this side. If, I mean, if this may not happen; they may just be shit. But you do occasionally get manager changes that turn teams around, and whether they stay up or not doesn't really matter for fantasy points. Like, yeah, I would just say keep an eye out on this yeah. side because every single one of their players will be free apart from maybe Pookie, maybe Rashika. The only um, player that's free in our whole league is... Sorry, the only player that's taken in our whole league is Pookie. Yeah, that, <laughs> so well, that's and I lot. assume that would be the, the case in almost every league. Yeah. I, there, there won't be a defender that's picked, I wouldn't have thought. I had Aaron's for one week. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. At one point. <laughs> um, Who are they playing? I I have no idea. Actually, no, no, no. I got a clean sheet out of Aaron's. I'm pretty sure. Who did they draw nil nil with? Leeds. Brighton. Brighton. Yeah, Brighton. Yeah, Brighton. That's the game. That's we got him. What a manager. That's your luck. Yeah. Win. <laughs> um. But yeah, I would say keep an eye on them because if they if they turn it around, there will be some players that are free. Uh, right. Let's move on to the next topic then. Um, which is uh, this was a question actually that. Uh, I saw on the subreddit, the Draft Premier League subreddit, which I thought was quite interesting. So thank you to the person that posted this. Um, The likes of Rashford and KDB, uh, obviously they're not necessarily on par with each other, but I think they're kind of both in a similar situation where you don't, they're not guaranteed minutes. They do okay when they play, like as you'd expect, but because of the lack of minutes, it does just kind of knock them down a peg or two. And um, I'll just start with Rashford. Like, who do you... Th- so, if he was playing every week in a half-decent United side, I would say he's almost a, 
he's not a top forward, but he's in the second tier probably. Mm-hmm. And I know on draft, just sorry, just quick on draft fantasy, he's a forward. On FPL, he's a mid, um, which doesn't change it that much, but it kind of changes it a little bit. But yeah, on on FPL, he's a mid. Who would you? But he's obviously not getting the minutes, which takes him down. But how how much do you think it knocks him down? Um, I'll go to Dave first. You own Rashford? Do you still own Rashford? Yeah. Who who would Marcus you Rashford. who would you be realistically thinking you would trade him for? Um, I would say along the likes of I mean it's unlikely because you own him, but Jimenez, Jimenez, um, Wilson. Yeah. I would say Saint Max, but I'm not actually too keen on that one now. I wrote I wrote Saint Max down, but um, yeah, like it's, and they are pretty much linked at the second tier for second tier forwards. Um, I yeah. do think Rashford's minutes will pick up. They'll continue to pick up. We scored two goals already, um, and he's only really started like two games. I think he, uh, he will play. Um, I rate him as a player. I mean, I picked him up in the eighth round because he was injured. So that was now. If he starts playing, he's now like you say, he's a second round pick, if you like. So I've now got a second round pick, eighth round. So it's along that lines. But if he gets the minutes. He'll get more points if he continues to do what he's doing. He'll still slug over the line and still get yeah. 80, 90 points a season. Maybe they might get a goal every every top, sort of three games off the bench or something. But I do think he'll continue to play and, and just play more as the season goes on. Um, what someone I uh, in terms of like you know for the people that have him down as a mid, I notice you've you've got Zaha as well, haven't you? Who yeah. do you think is more valuable going Ooh, forward? Good question. Because um, I, 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 I just like off the top of my head thought Zaha for Rashford is quite a close trade. Yeah, it would be. Now, I've, this is the second season in a row I've, I've owned Zaha. I'm not really keen on Zaha, <laughs> him, to be honest, because he, he could be brilliant on his day. He can, he'll go get a goal, get a penalty, get an assist, get 12 points, and then he can just go on his yeah, horrible runs of just getting like nothing for like four or five games, and he's playing like Norwich at home, and you think, yeah, here it comes, and then nothing, and then he, I, it was last on my bench the other week, and he scored against City, and I thought this is just stupid, but he's got it, he's got it in him to annoy me. Um, I think if every if if you manage their minutes, so let's say they both played ninety minutes every single week, I think Rashford would be the better pick, uh, long term, uh, but. Um, I'm I'm quite happy owning owning both of them at the moment to be honest because I'm I'm waiting for that that time Rashford becomes a key player in that United side. So if you just had Zaha, say, would you accept a one for one trade for Rashford, or would you just keep Zaha? At the moment, no, I probably wouldn't. Okay. Uh, if, if Rashford went on a run and started say played five games on a trot, ninety minute games, then yes. Fair enough. Okay, uh, I'll go to you now, Nick. Rashford, what what do you think? Where where do you sort of do you put him in with like the Zahars of, of yeah, the world, or so, do you think he's better uh, or worse? I would if I had Rashford and someone offered me Zaha, I'd snap your hand off for him because Zaha plays week in week out. At the moment, Rashford doesn't, and that United side is very poor. Yeah. I think it comes down to. Um, if you watch like Crystal Palace play, even though it's Crystal Palace, they seem to have a lot about them. They have to have an identity in how they play. Um, and they have some good results <clears throat> recently. Yeah. And I just 
don't I, I, I wouldn't want Rashford uh, in my team. I think. Uh, I mean, it's easy to say that now, and he could go. He quite easily go on and score ten goals next second after the season. But um, going off current 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 form, I think I'd go with Zaha um, quite easily for that one. Yeah. Do you think that's where he sort of fits in? Like, I know you say you pick Zaha, but do you think he's like in that sort of band of, of players? Like, obviously, yeah. not in that's that sort of. Yeah, like, Z- like Zaha, like Trossard. Uh, I think he's kind of that level. Um, okay. I mean, I am slightly biased. I, <laughs> I do like Trossard. And just, I would just, yeah. um, just remember. Past points are not a reflection of future points. <laughs> yeah, that tattooed on my forehead. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, Brad, let's come to you then on Rashford. Where where do you rank him? Similar to what we've been saying, or, or a bit higher? A bit yeah, higher? similar. Um, strange. I thought you know he came back from the uh, surgery or whatever it was, the injury. I thought he'd be pretty much straight back in, but I suppose he must be uh, still getting his fitness back. Um, and it doesn't help that Ollie's come to that five at the back system. Well, he, he might come away from it again now, but um, that's why Rashford that system does it no. at all. So it, it's been hard for him. He hasn't had that many minutes yet. I thought he would have a bit more, but yeah, if you compare him to the forwards, maybe sort of Watkins, um, Calvert Lewin, if he comes back fit, that sort of player, maybe. Um, I don't know. It depends. Are they going to sack Oli? Um, if they get a new manager in, he might become even more valuable, Rashford. Yeah. But at the moment, they just look so poor. I think he's... Uh, I'd like to have him, but I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. Would you Would you take Chris Wood for him? Would you take him for Chris Wood? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I think... I'll, I I'll, 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 I'll answer that question, Brad. I wouldn't trade Rashford. My Rashford would <laughs> be... Chris Wood. <laughs> uh, Wood's not been uh, the same as he has been before. No. No. Uh, Rashford okay. scored two goals in 128 minutes or 123 minutes. So it, that's I, a game good. 60 the, minutes but the is problem good, is, but he's only just, played yeah. 128 minutes. Then that, yeah. that that's the last the four. The last four game weeks, he only had one start in that in that period. Um, I think they're coming. Up to that point, I know uh, Pogba was playing on the left, and now he's he's red card, and now he's injured. Um, Greenwood's resurgence has come through, so that's another reason why he's probably not playing as much. Yeah, and I think Ronaldo coming in is just, yeah, they have yeah, and, and a little bit like that Villa really, they're just trying to squeeze them all in yeah. one team, and it's just not working. I've I've got another one for you, Brad. I've just picked, got your team up. Would you take Rashford for four nows? No. Okay. Easy, man. But I've got Bowen. I don't need really. Four nails. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'd, I, I, I'd agree. I'd put four nails ahead of ahead of Rashford. As well. He had a bit of a uh, dry patch four nails, but he looks he looks brilliant again now. What about Lucas what Moura? Would you do? Moura. Oh, oh God! God. Oh, Brad, you can't. Oh, God, Conte's <laughs> coming. You would have uh, trade Rashford for Lucas Moura. Is there? <laughs> Jesus. Connor would like this one. He's Conte's new deadly front man. Oh, my God. Um, would you do Sterling for Rashford right now? Yes. Okay. So you do Sterling <laughs> for Rashford and you <laughs> do Lucas Mora? Brad has got a feeling about oh Lucas Mora. Oh, my God. I like the confidence. Brad's, Brad's stuck by his guns. Absolute clown. 
<laughs> a few weeks, see what happens. <laughs> it's in the cloud. God. Uh, all right. Well, that, uh, Nick, do you have anything to add on Rashford? Did I come to you already? I cut, did I? I think I did. Yeah, I, we, I spoke about him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's let's move on then to um, KDB. Similar situation minutes wise, but obviously, uh, I think he's a, a cut above Rashford in terms of an FPL pick if they're if they're playing all the minutes. Yeah. Um, how so? The the way I see KDB is if if he was playing every minute, he's probably a top five pick in the league, I would say. Um, in, in terms of mid specifically, I'd probably only put Salah, Mane and Son above him, maybe. Um, but obviously he's not playing every minute. So how, the kind of question I'm asking is how, how far down the rankings do his current sort of in and out of the team take him um and i will start with let's go back to you brad kdb um do you if 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 we were drafting now do you think he'd be do you think he'd go in the first round uh late first round maybe early second yeah um, it's strange he's just not not been his usual self this year but obviously it's disappointing too- Still sort of the city's main man. Um, as for sort of the rest of the season, who do you compare him to if he carries on like this? Um, I don't know, Smith Rowe maybe, sort of on the West Ham boys? Something West, like that. Yeah, that, that's where I kind of land, the West Ham boys. Um, uh, but it's tough. The, th- the thing is, KDB has that really high ceiling. Yeah, I think he's got probably a one of the highest ceilings in the league when he goes on an absolute tear, which makes it really hard to trade him for someone that doesn't have that ceiling that's getting consistent minutes. Yeah. Like the likes of like Dave, which one do you own, Bowen? Bowen, yeah. Would you take KDB for Bowen? I bet you would. Yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah. Even though, yeah, I, yeah. you know. Probably come the end of the season, Bowen will have outscored KDB. You, yeah, I know, and it, and it seems yeah. mad, doesn't it? I think, but I think, like you say, the, the ceiling side of things, you've got KDB can get a haul um, mm. once every three or four games. Whereas I can see, I know Bowen's had a couple of season, but Bowen does tick and tick away nicer with KP. He might get four, five, six, five, and just sort of tick away like that. Whereas De Bruyne will go and get twelve and one, yeah. you know, every few weeks, and and. But I, I still think he, he is up there personally. Um, I think there is the five or six players ahead of him in the draft. And then after that, he, he, he stood up there. I, I don't think his minutes this season is going to be a big issue going forward. It's no. always happens around the Champions League times. And then when yeah. you get past the, the first six, the group stages, and then you've got two or three months before the um the knockout stages come in and you get all the Christmas period and all the, fi- the games are coming thick and fast. Um I would snap your hand off De Bruyne pretty much for any of my players probably. <laughs> what I will say actually is I've just gone back um and looked through his minutes and it's not that it's not bad. that bad. Not, no, I don't think it's so, I so think since, the first four games he, he yeah. was playing and then he managed to then he come off a bench and then he got like two games where he got goal and goal and assist and then after that yeah. it's just been a bit funny. Since since he's been back fit, like 
actually fit. He played 80 minutes against Chelsea, 90 minutes against Liverpool, 80 minutes against yeah. Burnley. Then he only played, then he came off the bench for 13 minutes against Brighton, which is obviously annoying, but that's only one, one game he's not started. Then he played 58 minutes against Palace and then got subbed off after they got the red card, which I think is just probably unlucky and kind of goes to show that he's not in the best of form, that he's the one that comes off. But he did still start the game and then he started um, against United, played 90 minutes. So his form is patchy, but actually it's, I don't think it's as bad as it looks. And I think I've seen I've seen on Twitter and like on Reddit people that are thinking about shipping KDB for the likes of the West Ham boys, or even I've seen like Jesus as well is someone I've I've seen him be traded for, and and I just I think don't get rid of him too soon. Like there are some players I think that you just got to have a bit. Of, sometimes a player's doing shit, and you think right, I've got to get rid of him now. Um, it's it's gone too far, and there's other times where you think there's a bit. I just you just need a bit of patience. What do you think, Nick? You're the city. Fan. Yeah. So a couple of things. I think claim of that striker affects his potential return because there's that focal point for him to whip a yeah, ball into. That's true. That is one of the thing. Also, he's been playing through the pain barrier this season. Uh, uh, like he start the season with like a injury yeah it's like a foot injury or something he had a foot yeah. injury foot and it's not fu- yeah and it's not fully healed and he's still playing through the pain barrier it's not as bad as it was at the start of the season that he's reporting so he, he, I mean if he forgets that sorted then you still have the issue of sitting not having a striker but uh, he could potentially have have a decent second and uh, second part of the season to him mm. um, but like I think on the on the formation thing as well it makes a big difference so when they play with a false nine, he he either I mean this at this season so far he's been playing in like the deep eight role when mm. they and and it's been like Foden or or Bernardo Silva yeah. that's been playing in the false nine. But there was a stretch last season where he was the one playing in the false nine, and he was doing really well out of it. So I I think if if it only takes a, a you know a little switch around from Pep and all of a sudden he's the man in like the absolute prime points position. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think patience with De Bruyne. I, I, patience, 100%. I, I don't think there's a realistic trade that I would do for De Bruyne because I don't think people at the moment would offer me anything that I would accept. Uh, I, the only people I'd accept are Kane, Ronaldo, Lukaku, Salah, Son, Mane. I think. Mm. And, and no one's going to offer you those. <laughs> and no, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've got one of them. And no, and <laughs> no one's going to offer the rest of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I still think he's top, top, top player. Okay, let's go on to... Oh, good. My favourite game. Would you rather... I love doing these. Um, I quite enjoy thinking about them as well. When, during the day before the pod, I sit there and I think, right, who am I going to pick <laughs> out today? Uh, right, the first one is Richarlison versus Watkins. Um, let's go for Dave first. W- who would you rather have in your team? And who Watkins. do you think scored most points? Really? Ollie Watkins, I would rather have in my team. Yeah, I've never been a fan of Richarlison. I'm really more of a personal issue more than anything. Um, Didn't you have him when you got Sacco? Uh, 
I might have done. I think I'm pretty sure. Probably, yeah, probably, probably might have done. Yeah, really did. I did. I remember him getting sent off and going well. absolutely mad in the Glen. Yeah, probably did actually. Oh yeah, that probably was then. Um, yeah, he does get counted points. He's pretty pretty decent at that, but um, he just doesn't score enough goals for me. I, I think I think Watkins will get more goals than him. To be honest, and Watkins had a, is having a bit of a bit of a sluggish season, but I, I just don't like. I don't like. Charleston at all I don't like his body language his attitude nothing about him his hair shit just don't <laughs> like him I, I just think I just yeah, I just shit. prefer Watkins <laughs> I just prefer Watkins bottom, bottom line you know I think he will get more goals whether he gets more draft fantasy points with KP is, is, is still a question because he does pick up a few tackles mm. but um he also picks up a few bookings, though, doesn't he? Bookings That's one well, thing yeah. that really yeah. me up with Five points he gets. He gets a goal and we get five points out of it. No bonus. And you get yeah. a yellow card. Maybe maybe a 1kb. And, and yeah, it's frustrating. I, I would... Um, what could all day long for me? Okay. Uh, Brad, let's go on to you. What What do you think? Do you think it's close or is it straight up Watkins? No, I agree with Dave. Uh, I was having a look at them both earlier on and I sort of thought, oh, that's close. And the other thing I thought... George got him second in the league. He, he must be doing well. Had a look at his points, <laughs> and he has, I think he's got one goal since the opening day. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought he'd be doing much better. And so I mm. thought, oh, Watkins, easy. Um, we were saying earlier about um, Gerard coming in, and he might be on the left now. So uh, Watkins, that is. So maybe yeah. uh, he might not get that many goals. But no, I think it's still yeah easy for me, Watkins. Nick, same? Nope. Oh, good. I like the yeah. split vote. Nah, I just, um, uh, I just think Everton have a better manager and a better squad. And Richarlison's just a player who pick up some points. Not, not so much this season. Um, I know Everton also have players to come back. Yeah. Where Aston Villa are at full strength, apart from like Danny Ings, who's out. Going to pick up another injury as soon as he comes back, so I would go with Richarlison just for the potential um, the team aspect. Yeah, the team aspect. Yeah, like they've got uh, Decorian and Calvert Lewin to come back. Yeah, uh, powerhouse and a striker takes a pressure off uh, Richarlison if he feels any for like be their main like goal scoring yeah. threat. I think there's the the scene as you were saying with KDB. The scene's yeah, higher with Richarlison. Yeah. I, I I kind of agree with that actually. I, I at first I kind of went back and forward on this one sort of all day. I I don't think I would. So I have Watkins. I wouldn't. I don't think I would accept a trade for a Charleston. But I do think it is. I actually think it's a lot closer than it seems. I mean, like in terms of. I mean, Charleston's missed a few games for injury. In terms of like expected data. Watkins is on 0.4 xG per game and Richardson's on 0.3. Uh, but Richardson also has 0.1 expected assists per game, whereas Watkins doesn't create anything at all. So they're, they're expecting goal involvement's basically identical. Um, and Richardson is guaranteed to play as well. And that's something that what, like, even now, every lineup that Villa post, I'm like sweating the lineup, thinking, is he going to be on the bench this week? Because just because of the Danny Ings, I mean, not so much that, you know, he's been injured the last couple of weeks, but when Ings is back, there isn't a guarantee he's going to play. Whereas Richarlison always plays. I mean, he he is probably, well, 
well, especially when Calvert-Lewin's out, he's their best forward. And even when Calvert-Lewin's back, Richardson is, is an absolute must in that side. Um, I mean, that you know, they've both got two goals, one assist this season. It's not great. <laughs> it's not. It's not great. Ten weeks, uh, eleven weeks mm. in. Watkins has been underperforming. Richardson. It's also crazy, actually. You think that Watkins is um is due to be benched because he, he was last benched in game week three, and you and and it, yeah. that's where it changes your mind. You get you, you think he was you're expecting them to change the formation, um, and if there's going to be someone going to be dropped, it's going to be Watkins over over Ings, isn't it? And um, it does it does make you think. And like you say, Richardson is uh, he would always start. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think Watkins will return more. What? What? Yeah. I also think that Watkins was like Dean Smith's absolute boy, mm. um, and that worries me. <laughs> to be honest, now that Dean Smith's gone, Watkins has been underperforming. Will Gerard look to him and, and be like, "You are not performing. You've had a load of chances. You've played like so. You started every. You've started the last seven games, I think, in a row." And you've got, I think in that period, he's got one goal, one assist, um, which isn't good enough. And will that, like, because Dean Smith's gone, Dean Smith may well have been protecting him, which does worry me. So I do think it is kind of closer than it might seem. I would still go for Watkins, I think, just because, like Dave said, I don't really like Richarlison. I don't mind him as a player. I think he's, Uh, I kind of like the shithousery, but... um, I don't like him as a fantasy asset. It's the bookings. It's the like, you got him, he scores, he's on for max bonus, you're two points up in your head-to-head game and you think, I've got it this week. Then he starts mouthing off to the ref, yeah. he starts getting aggy with people, he pushes someone, he gets booked, he loses bonus and you lose the week. Like, it's just not a nice person to own, I don't think. But that's just me, really. Okay, uh, let's go on to the next one. Uh, oh, we oh, we might be going along this week. Oh, no, actually, we started a bit late, didn't we? Um, right, Gallagher versus Bowen. Is this one easy? I, I think this one is very difficult. This one's tough, yeah. Okay, tough. good. Right, Nick, you can go first. Gallagher versus Bowen. I reckon you're going to say Bowen because you tipped him to be one of the highest scored players. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I will. So I got to back up a statement. Yeah, I'm just going to Bowen. West Ham are on form, cracking manager, uh, far better squad than um, Gallagher plays for Palace, yeah. So uh, I just think that, that he, he's on track for a decent haul this season. Gallagher is, just, is breakthrough player, isn't it? He'd probably be the breakthrough yeah. player of the season. Um, and the only other, yeah, I just don't, I don't, don't think he can keep up all season. Um, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, Brad, what do you think? Yeah, it's a tough one. I, I was looking at their points. It's a bit of a sort of um, Bowen, West Ham obviously flying and, um, Bowen's been getting a sort of consistent six, seven, eight points every week. Or, and then Gallagher will get 15 or 16 in the next yeah. week or two. When he plays you. When he plays <laughs> me. So I think, you know, throughout the season, West Ham look, look brilliant. Palace, yeah, they're doing better. But as I was saying, you know, Bowen's just going to get those consistent points over the season rather than Gallagher. He'll get two goals one week and do nothing for the next three or something like that. But mm. no, it is close. Um, I just think I'd rather have Bowen. Okay. Dave, same? Yeah, I, I could both of um, Nick and Brad, really. I think Gallagher has just had these mad hauls and then it doesn't do anything for three or four games. Um, 
he's got it in him. He was really good at uh, what West Brom last year when he was unknown there, um, and he's doing it again. He's he's managed to get an England squad, so he's got a bright future. But Bowen is is getting. But Bowen's traditionally always gets tra- um, taken off at sort of seventy minutes or something. But he's starting to play ninety a bit more now, or getting taken off at eighty-seven minutes. Um, and with the, the attacking prowess of that uh, West Ham have got, I do think Bowen's going to continue this sort of decent run that he's on, even if he's not getting a goal on assist every week. He'll get a goal one week, an assist next week. Um, and I think come the end of the season, um, I wouldn't say Gallagher's a flash in the pan, but I don't think this, this form will last all season, whereas I think Bowen's consistency will. Okay. Fair enough. I think one thing I think that is maybe a bit underrated is West Ham have had a pretty decent fixture run up until now. Mm. Um, so it just makes me think, are they going to keep this up? Um, but then, well, I suppose they started their hard fixtures with a, a great result versus Liverpool, didn't they? So maybe they will keep it up. Um, and I, to be honest, I don't think the, a bad fixture for West Ham is much of a bad fixture, if you know what I mean, because they play on the counter-attack. Teams coming out to it doesn't it doesn't hurt them playing on the mm-hmm. break really so um, yeah I don't think it's the worst thing in the world really so I don't think that makes just, too much difference I think it's funny with West Ham going off the top of it, but, um, you've got they've got seven goals in the last three uh, two games and not one return from Antonio it's from yeah, all the other boys I know so they've got they've got a bit of they've got a lot of depth about them now um, that, yeah. that front eleven you think of them really as a one man team but they're not no. Really decent side that first eleven, and and they got a bit on the bench as well. Um, I mean that Johnson's keeping Kufal out of the eleven, so I know. you know they're, they're doing quite well. Really, really surprised how consistent they've been, especially yeah. with Europa League as well. Yeah, I mean that's that's the thing. Maybe that will take its toll further into the season. We we'll have to we we'll have to wait and see. But on the expected day, just quickly between Gallagher and um, Bowen, I expected Gallagher to have a much higher xG than Bowen, and. Uh, Bowen to have a much much higher XA, um, and then then the, sort of the total to be quite even. But actually, Bowen has a higher expected goals over the season than Gallagher, which did surprise me. I mean, it's close; it's three point seven to three point six, but um, that did surprise me. And is is he's got double the expected assists? So you know, the data shows that Bowen is probably more likely to return. Um, but then again, they have had the easier fixtures. So yeah, I think I think it's pretty close. But I, I would also uh, I'd also go for for Bowen on that one. Um, but this right, could move. be the season that, that we all expected from Bowen when he first came yeah, from Hull. Exactly. Um, inconsistent for the last sort of 18 months, but this could be the season now for him. Yeah, agreed. Okay, then, final one. Um, this one, yeah, a bit. It's a, it's a mid versus a forward, but that's not really too much of an issue, especially in a fle- flexi position trade sort of league. Uh, Saka versus Alanson Maximan. Um, I don't really know what to think about this. Uh, so I, I'm going to go last. Uh, I will start with Bradley. Brad, what do you think of this one? Yeah, I think it's the hardest one to be honest. Um, oh, good. Yeah, uh, same Maximan. You, you don't know what he's going to do uh, with Eddie Howe coming in. He, he might, he might be brilliant. Um, but I still think Saka because Arsenal looked to have improved it. Hell of a lot, and um, obviously a much better team than Newcastle. Yeah. So throughout the season, he's just going to be involved a lot more, I think, in St. Max. And he's a mid rather than a forward up, where 
Do you know what I mean? So Maximum's a winger, but a forward on the game. Yeah, I don't not like ideal. That. Reverse yeah. our position. Not not mm. my um favourite. Uh, Nick, what do you think? Is it just? Do you think it just comes down to the teams or? Um. Oh god, this is a very hard one. I quite Good. like Saint Maximan. Um, possibly because I feel like if you're down by like 15 points, right? Saint Maximan could quite easily score score two and assist one, and bring you back. Where I don't feel Saka can do that because there's more threat throughout the, the for the whole Arsenal team. Yeah. Um, this is the classic so, sorry just to cut you off this is the classic yeah. like talisman of the bad team versus yeah. middle of the pack you know midfield yeah. for a good team and it, 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 these ones get tricky I think yeah I feel like how will fancy St Max because he likes expansive yeah. attacking football which suits St Max's sort of like skill set <laughs> but then Arsenal are on good form they have a better team and Saka's a decent player so in my team I would go for I'd go for St. Maximan just for like because just because it makes it exciting because you can watch a Newcastle game and you look and like it makes you invested in it and he's a great player to watch um, but it's very hard to call between those two uh, yeah, I, I think it, it, this is. I think this is very close. One thing mm. I will say that I think is underrated is that there aren't many forwards, and it's mm. it's much easier to pick up a mid to fill a slot than it is to pick up a forward. Mm-hmm. And like, if you get a, an injury at forward, there's not many of us with three playing for like three guaranteed decent forwards most people have two which means if you get an injury you're down to one forward yeah which is i hate i mean some people in this call like playing as few attackers as possible (laughs) (laughs) um i personally like to play as many attackers as possible so yeah i there is something in me that thinks if it's close pick the forward because it's forwards are difficult to come by um but I think in this situation, I, I would still go Saka. I, I think Saka's actually been under underperforming a little bit. Smith Rowe's kind of got all the points and all the headlines, but their date is pretty close. And basically, it's come down to Smith Rowe's goals going in and Saka's not. And I don't think that's going to s- stay like that all season. So it wouldn't surprise me if Saka goes on a run and Smith Rowe quite calms down a bit. Um, Dave, where, where do you land on this? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. Push, I push forward more uh, Saka. Personally, I, I don't. Obviously, I, I rate Saint Max. He's a good player. He's, he's the main player in Newcastle, but I don't really think he's that great a fantasy asset. He's not deadly, is he? No, he's, he's not like cold I know it seems to be like very cliche, but it is a, he's a bit like Traore. Like he had a decent start, brilliant, and, and he has gone. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure he hasn't scored. For, a decent, decent while now um, I like Saka the only issue I think Nick, Nick touched on it there if you're watching the game is that there's nothing more frustrating than you, you've owned Saka let's say and he comes off at 65 minutes mm. and you think fucking hell you need it whereas let's say Max will play every minute of that game yeah. uh, so it, it I think if you owned one of them it would all depend on how the rest of your team looked if you were, yeah. to, off, if you were to be off with the trade like say you, you need a striker well, I've got Kane, Rashford, and Tony, so I wouldn't need St. Max 
I would have to offload one of my strikers for a, you know and a better midfielder. Um, but the likes of Nick, who's struggling for for strikers, and, and Ben, uh, decent decent players for them. But I I would definitely side towards Saka, and he was actually my third pick, which I traded at the draft for Zaha. Funny yeah, enough, that was interesting. <laughs> so I'm just I'm keeping an eye on the um, on the points that that there now. The, you know, I think Zaha's just tipping him at the moment. Don't worry, Dave. I've got a spreadsheet with every trade that's happened this season. <laughs> and at the end of the season, I can tell you who's won and who's lost every single trade that's happened. Jared Bowe, Bruno Fernandes. So <laughs> uh, I'll be reeling them out on the episode, what, 53 or whatever it'll be. Um, okay, yeah. So, yeah, that, that box is in. I think Saka overall... Um, I would go for. But then I, do, I, I think it's close enough that if you need a forward and you've got a load of mids, I wouldn't I wouldn't say, oh, you've been done there. I think no, it's, if, tough, like, yeah. it's close enough that if you need a forward, I think it's a decent trade. Um, I think it's one of those that comes down to being quite team dependent. Right, let's do the Game Week 12 preview. Let's not spend too long on this because otherwise we're going to be here for ages because generally we, we start getting sidetracked around about now. Mm. Um, let's start with... Me versus Nick, game week twelve. Nick, are you confident or are you? Do you think this could be a bit stinky? Um, so I got four of my players, two City and two um, Everton players. Are going to play playing each other? Not um, ideal. Not ideal. Is Lukaku going to be back? Probably not. He won't play. Won't play ninety minutes. Is Jacory going to be back? Don't know. Probably Maybe, not. Probably we'll not. we'll like so. Therefore, I'm missing like a load of key players. Mm. Um, but it can you, go just either a, way. Sorry, just out, just out of interest. Yeah. Are you planning on playing Dean? Uh, I, I see. Just I mean, you've probably not set your lineup yet, but I just see that he's, he's got, obviously got City away. Set. Yeah, you, do you so, think you'll you think you'll be forced to play him just because of the rest? Well, of it's your either team, him or Keane. It's, it's either him or Keane. Um, so well, deep, yeah. yeah, but Dennis is play, Dennis is playing United, isn't he? So, so you're not in a shit. In the uh, of that. So you got rid <laughs> okay. of one Masaka. This is true. Okay, right. No why you got plays. rid of him. Yeah, but I like you're better off. You're better off playing the three at the back and the three up front and the five midfield and trying to miss about them. You, I can just see it being zero. Po- Dave, can you stop <laughs> helping me, please? Because I'm trying to no. this week. <laughs> Oh yeah, you can venture away from the five back every now and then. Do you reckon? All right. Yeah. Okay, so now I've jigged my team around after that solid advice right there. I'm feeling confident. Mm. Well, the, well, the thing is, I might, I might have a uh, money problem uh, this week because oh, he could be it. out. Uh, he's he's come back. He's he's missed their second game. And come back to to Liverpool with a, a rib injury. That's all all that's come out. Rib injuries don't tend to be particularly bad, so I'm not worried but long term. Hard to play with though. That's the problem. yeah. I mean, Hazard had that that year. That Hazard was shit. He supposedly had a rib injury for ages, and that was causing him to to just play bad because he was in pain for like half the year. So they are yeah. It, it all depends um, on Mane, I think. Oh, and I think Arsenal at home is actually a pretty good fixture for Mane. He always seems to score screamers against us. So Yeah. Well, I've got Trent I'll be disappointed well, so. if he's not playing in that. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's good. Trent, Mane will score and Trent will Trent yeah, get the assist. Trent, Mane, link yeah. up. Um, yeah, elsewhere, I've got some some decent fixtures. Um, 
Mbumo away to Newcastle. I um, think it could be quite a low scoring week between you two. Actually. Yeah. yeah I, I do you know what? I don't like, like to say week. it, but this could be stinky. Yeah, um, this could be bad. This could be a stinker. Um, I mean, never but, Everton. Uh, sorry, City at home. Whatever, and the, the form that Bernardo Zemmer's been on, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if um, actually is Laporte banned. He's for that back. Game? He's back. Is he? Is he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, it's only a one-match ban because it's yeah. a professional foul, isn't it? So it's only a one-game ban. Well, let's hope it isn't because I've got John Stones. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I I'm not. Last week, I was very confident I was going to beat Dave and I had an awful week. This week, I'm not that confident. I'm so pretty sure you said on week. the last pod, actually, and you actually said, was it, what was the words? You were, you'd be very disappointed or you, or. I think I said I'd be, asto- I think I said I'd be astonished if I didn't win. Yeah. Well, you um, and I was astonished because. And I was yeah, as well. <laughs> but we're not, we're not, we're not really relitigating last week because I, I've already said my piece about I, the fucking well, nonsense that, that happened. One, no, you weren't, but I don't want to talk about it anymore. Um, okay. <laughs> let, let's box that then. Uh, we will go now on to Dave. You are playing John this week. In the bag? Mm. His team is bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, no, no I've got the like saying that to be honest. But, you know, <laughs> on, he's, got, he, he's got three Saints players against Norwich, which could go one way, could go the other. Uh, but also, I don't think Armstrong and Adams are going to be, you know, getting braces every week either. So that, that, could, that could be um, a funny one. I think Walker could, would, could hurt me. Walker and Allison. Um, I don't. I, but then he's got Saka against Allison as well. So he, he, I, I hate playing doing that sort of thing. But um, I, I want to say I've won, but I, I don't like saying that. You know, you've got away, good so. fixtures. Playing at home to Leeds is is just the best, probably one of the best. Yeah, fixtures. and I think if this is the time that Tony scores because he's playing against Newcastle, who used to play fourth, so. I think this is yeah. the week where he, he get he bangs a few. Um, if Rashford starts does well, got Cornet at home to Palace. You know, and I'll probably bring Guy in as well. So, um, but I'm not quite sure on the update with uh, Liv Rento. But um, you know, Brad, I know you withdrew from the uh, 21s. Under 21s, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I've got I picked up uh, Pulisic for. He's a bit. Similar to your Sancho, Joe, just to keep him on the bench. See just in case. How he, yeah, what happens? And and if in five game weeks he, he's he's not playing, he's never in there. I drop him. But you know, you, you have to keep all of these players sometimes because he start he gets a haul one week and then he's gone, and then that's it. That's him for the season. And it, it, you do see it. So there's not 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 many players out there I want for him. He's going to sit on the bench for a few weeks. So yeah, I think um, I'd like to see myself having a good week. But, and that would then secure money in the month. Yeah, and John yeah, would be would. forfeit. I think. Well, yeah, potentially sure. it comes. It will come down to the Mac uh, versus Ben game. We might as well do that now, I suppose. Yeah, Mac will be fighting for the forfeit. Um, he needs a win. He's in. A, he's in a real slump. If you're um, talking stinker of the week, when you mention, I've got to look at the team. If, men- yeah. if you mention the managers, <laughs> stinky boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this. I mean, Max team is like flag oh city as well. He's got a full red flag <laughs> bench. Um, he's he's got a bonnet 
and Ogbonna's out for the season, right? He's yeah. dead, isn't he? Yeah. Sure, oh my God, he's, he's got a red bench. I think Ben is, to be honest. <laughs> Ben's going to win this, surely. Yeah. I think he would have, yeah. I mean, I mean, just pick up Dawson, just do it now. I don't know what, what he's doing, why he's messing about. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. He's probably watching the Six Nations if that's on. internationals, mate. There you go. It's some <laughs> rugby fucking bullshit going on. Yeah, so he's obviously not interested. But uh, yeah, to be I fair think, to Mac, he generally changes his team about eleven o'clock at night the day before the deadline. So maybe, <laughs> maybe he's taking the international break off like like we did. But, taking a yeah. nice little break. Oh, yeah. he needs it. Bless him. He probably doesn't want to look at his team the way it's been going lately. Um, Okay, Naif versus Jord. This is another spicy one. This is top top two going at it. Um, If Naif wins, Dave, you could be up to second. I mean, actually, no, you couldn't because of the points. The score's a bit tight. You'd be tied with Jord. still be up there. Yeah, this this, this should be a good one. Um, Some good fixtures on on show for both of them. Son's got leads at home. I mean, that couldn't be much better for for George um that's the kind of fix you've got to think son's going to do George's, well George's got quite a few injuries as well I'm saying yeah, yeah he does yeah he does what is JWP's yellow flag I didn't, didn't know anything about this is he injured yeah he got pulled out even squad didn't he oh of course yeah, yeah of course he did yeah oh, that was mm. yeah not sure but yeah he's also got Ings red flagged Alonso red flagged Henderson, I don't even know what's wrong with Henderson. He played in the last England game. Has he pulled out the squad now? He scored, oh. didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's up with him. Or maybe that's just a spurious flag. But yeah, Jordas is got a few injuries, but it's not his key men, is it? Um, <laughs> he's sticking to his guns with that Sar King double up, isn't he? Yeah. He really does <laughs> think they're going to be good. <laughs> well, I think I do think Watford could get a goal, get a goal or two in that United fixture, to be honest with you. Yeah, um, maybe. I do. United so. are I don't bad. Think United, yeah, no, it's just having. I mean, Maguire's brilliant for England, and then he's just fucking shocking for United. So, yeah, it'd be interesting. But uh, and if Saar, right, if, if King gets a goal against Naif, um, it'd be even. You know, I think Jordan would be more happy over that one. <laughs> His yeah. ex boy. Naif's been on a bit of a slump, to be honest. I think he has. Yeah, Naif. Um... Nice team still looks good, but yeah, he's not been Ooh. getting the points that he was at the start of the season. I mean, it mainly comes down to his Antonio Ben Rama double up as has kind of fallen off a cliff. They look like the well, Antonio still looks good, but Ben Rama doesn't look like the midfielder of choice anymore, does he? Um, mm. definitely looks like he's behind Fournells and, and Bowen in, in the points, but you know, I, I just look yeah, at the Salah at home to Arsenal, I think that, yeah. that looks good. And he's uh, he's a new owner of Wamba Saka as well, so let's see. Mm, yeah, let's see how he can manage Wamba Saka's defence. Wamba Saka. Yeah, I think when you look at those team from, if you take the the brilliant start that Salah's had and Antonio and Ben Rama, it's, it's pretty much and then dwindles down to everyone else's sort of team. Where if if Salah doesn't return, anyone yeah. can beat him. Um, yeah, oh, for it's sure. That, it's, Salah's it's, the difference in this side. Yeah, like, his team definitely. is decent and he's got the best player in the league. That And that's like what it comes down most to. Most teams really. in the, most of our teams are, are reasonably good. They're pretty okay. But yeah. our standout players are nowhere near Salah's performance levels at the moment. Yeah, yeah completely agree. I, I quite like um, Wilson at home to Brentford, although he's got Rico yeah. Henry as well and, and, you know, at the other end of it, which I don't really like doing. But yeah, I, 
I see a Nath win this week. I just don't think Salah will be stopped at Arsenal, really. Um, okay, final match. You, you see, you all kind of preempted Stinker of the Week, but I think Connor versus Boar, you, you can't tell me that won't be stinky. Second, yeah. second. Yeah, that's, that's a bad one. Connor's um, got a load of injuries as well. Yeah, Shaw and Grealish on yellow like thingies. Varane's out and Bamford. It's not yeah, all about United game, really. That isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, for sure. I, I think um, this could be. Um, the, well, not this. I think this could be the season where Jordan gets his second sacko. Yeah. Um, I know he's never been a hundred percent involved every season, but it's it just feels there. like this season he's been a little bit more off than usual. He makes a transfer like once a month, and when we mm. stop talking about manager month or something, starts making like transfers for the forfeit or something. But it's funny because not... he was very active at the start of the season, and then the last yeah, sort of month, he comes it's off. just gone off a cliff, hasn't it? It's usually when you um, see him in the Glen, you go in the Glen, talk about it, and then he starts, oh yeah, I know, yeah. Stuff, but making changes, and then they don't see him for a while. And it, now those, yeah, this could be the season. season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I think, yeah, he could, he could be in trouble again. I, yeah. think, I think Connor's got that annoying team where he's got decent players who just can't seem to get any points out of it. Connor's in that in a tough spot with his team because he looks. It, it, you look at the team. I, I've had a team. I've had teams like this before, and you look at me, think they're all good players. Mm. I can't. Obviously, none of them can be dropped, but you can't get the trades for them because people are looking and thinking, well, they're just not good fantasy assets, no matter how his, good of a player they are. Yeah. That, his that's defense, kind of the trap he's yeah. in at the moment. His, his defence, you look at it, you're like, all right, they're all decent players. Sure. Matip, Robertson. Is it... How's the Liverpool... Canate. Canate, Romero and Varane. You think, oh yeah, they're all decent players, but fantasy football-wise... None of them Shaw's scoring not, points. Yeah, yeah, sure, like, isn't getting any points. Robertson's not as attacking as Trent Alexander. Matip doesn't start. Canate doesn't really like they they don't really start Romero plays for Spurs and Varane is injured and plays for United so like yeah. and then he's got Hudson and Doyle in the midfield uh, Hudson and Doyle and Grealish both neither will start and Doble plays for Spurs Fernandez is like falling off a cliff Buendia might not even might not start for Aston Villa and then up front he's got Bamford who's injured St. Maximan who like could like that I said earlier yeah Good to see, and then he's got Greenwood, who, like I said last pod, he thinks the the fucking sun shines out his ass. But in reality, he's not that good of a player. Wow, that was so, an absolutely brilliant assassination of Connor's team. I, I, yeah, it's I not good. It's, it's not a good team. He, yeah. he will be raging at that, and I love it. Oh, I uh, have, you're I spot have. on, though. I mean, everything <laughs> you said spot on. Like they're, they're at first glance, you think oh, that's a good team. Then you bury down it's into not. each individual player, and you think, nah, 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 and he's something. Fucking hell, he's in trouble. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. scored with that trade, though. By the way, if, you think? ever since that trade's gone through, Bamford's not played a minute for him. Now there's Kane, nothing worse Kane's than got, that. Now Kane is under the management of Conte. He's got the potential. He got a haul against Newcastle. <laughs> Bowen's been steady. You know, brilliant little. Um, points every week you know I, I must be but I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm well off on that point I think Fernandez yeah, is getting the odd really. assist but I don't think he scored since he played Newcastle so no, he's just he getting assists pen, every he? week he's, he's yeah and that, that was that was amazing when he missed that penalty that, yeah. that made me happy yeah right 
we're going to have to leave it there, boys. Who's my friend? I think, uh, oh, sorry, Brad. <laughs> oh, he's gone yeah. Brad. Oh, Sorry, <laughs> Brad. Oh, I know why. It's because I, I, I had the order on my phone, right? And we I changed the order around because we league. started to no we started talking about Mac mm, so I went yeah. straight onto their game and missed Brad sorry Brad you are playing Mike this week do you think you're going to win uh, it's hard I know Mike's been saying oh he's going to smash me and all this but he says that every sure week his team is ass <laughs> his team is bad it's, we've both got sort of mixed fixtures I think it'll be close um, could be a stinker but I think wherever it is it'll be quite close um He's got his two Saints defenders against Norwich. Um, oh, yeah. Do you think Walker Peters well, will play? It's a bit of a coin cost, isn't it? It is coin a bit. Cost, yeah, coin toss. Um, he's been doing a bit better than Perro, so I think he's sort of the favourite at the minute, but who knows? Okay. In fact, I've got a bit of Norwich scoring. Um, yeah, I can. Like that, yeah. New manager bounce. New manager back at home. I don't know. His key players, I think Foden... Jesus and and um, Dota, I think they they could be the point scorers there this week. Yeah, like he's going to have this consistency wise. where or the inconsistency where he's going to get big hauls from players like that, and then the next week it doesn't work out for him. But Everton, yeah. I don't think Everton have got it really. I think they'll get they'll get walked all over by City. Yeah. Mm. And looking at your fixtures, Brad, you you you. You look at that Sterling. You think if he plays, it could be a good week for him. <laughs> well, yeah, you I, think I, that every week, of, don't you? I sort of ignore Sterling when I look at my fixtures. To be honest, yeah, I'm, true. I'm, That's the way to my do it. Spurs yeah, just... duo. I, I'm hoping that you know Emerson and Lucas will they, they could do something against Leeds. I think. Yeah, I, I think, think so. Yeah. Can, can I just I mean, you've got decent fixtures. It's just it's just Vardy yeah. at Chelsea, really. Other than that, the rest of the fixtures are pretty decent. Yeah. Do you, Brad? Do you feel what makes what makes you so confident that Moore is going to start for? In I guess because he, he started the first done two. the last two. Yeah. Did he? And okay. it's in that front front three. Like he's the only one that can really go there. Oh, uh, I was kind of hoping Bergwijn would start. To be honest, that's the only reason I asked. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I think I think it's Lucas Lucas's spot to lose at the moment. He, he works very hard, doesn't he? In Conte yeah, he's that. got that mentality that that Conte wants. Yeah. I think he ain't going anywhere. It's just it's just getting the returns. I think you're going to win this week, Brad. I, I yeah. don't. It, I think it. I think it may well come down to if Foden and Jesus can haul or not. That they're the yeah. two options that Mike has. That he needs them to do well every week for him to to do well really doesn't he I mean Jota at home to Arsenal he looks like he'll definitely start but then if Mane's out then then it looks kind of worse for Jota I think because obviously Firmino's out so then who who yeah, else plays in the front Farine. three yeah well maybe or, or Minamino maybe Minamino. Is, he, is he there so yeah I think I think you'll you'll get the dub this week right and on that note we definitely have to call it a day because yes. we, now we are running long. So <laughs> thank you all for coming uh, on with me. And uh, it's very enjoyable. I'm glad to have the football back this weekend. So um, if you've made it this far, thank you. Hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, listen to the audio one, come back over here, you know, hit all the buttons. Um, and yeah, that's it. And we will see you next week. Yeah.